Welcome to Ragbag. My name's Frank Burton. Get ready for some of the greatest music on the planet right now, unless you have different taste in music than me, in which case you might disagree. But keep on listening nonetheless. I like it. It's a good show. Welcome aboard the Ragbag train. It's not a train. It's a metaphor. Let's kick off with some death threats, guys. Uh, Peel in Rome says, Mary Marie, your death will be instant and painless, unlike our torturous relationship. RIP in advance. End Times Warrior says, watch out Hyde Park 17th of July, hashtag death to the infidel. Listen, mate. Putting a hashtag in a direct message is literally pointless. You've completely misunderstood the purpose of hashtags there. Get it right. And good luck with the event you're organising in July. I'm not sure I fully understood your message, but anyway, all the best. Julianne in Ecuador says, Ferdinand, my dear, you have fulfilled every possible useful purpose. Time to meet your predecessors on the other side. That means I'm going to kill you, by the way. Yes, Julianne, we got that. A reluctant hello to Brian in Wellington, who's literally emailed me every day for the past two weeks, asking for a shout-out to his friend Kevin. That's all it says. Seriously. Can you do a shout-out to my friend Kevin? I'm saying this for your own good as well as mine, Brian. I'm not doing a shout out to your friend Kevin you haven't bothered offering me any interesting story or any notable detail about Kevin at all which leads me to suspect he's a deeply boring person I can't just read out these bland tokenistic gestures of goodwill for one thing this podcast tends to attract a very discerning type of listener if I were to offer even one dull shout out They'll be unsubscribing in their droves. I don't actually know what a drove is, but I'm I'm sure you get my meaning, Brian. I might as well stick on a series of Ed Sheeran covers and have done with it. If you do indeed have anything interesting to say about your friend, please do get in touch, but just the one, say, not daily. Thank you. Shout out to Benedict Cumberbatch mate I thought I recognized your name so I googled you I didn't realize you were famous I'm sure you are a very good actor um, maybe I'll watch something with you in one day anyway thanks for getting in touch to express your appreciation good to have an a-lister amongst our listeners mention us to your fancy Hollywood friends I like the idea of being the star's choice I really do I appreciate the offer of you appearing on the podcast as a guest. Unfortunately, it's not that kind of show. I don't really do interviews, and uh, as I say, I'm not actually familiar with your work, so I'm not sure what I'd ask you, but all the best anyway. Benedict Cumberbatch, everyone. 
Bim in the disunited kingdom has been in touch. Is that a real place? I'm interested. Let me know if they have a music scene. Bim says, Frank, perhaps you can use your podcast to help me get the word out. I'm hoping to popularise the phrase, It's like trying to find a bag of marshmallows in Cardiff. It's a variation on the traditional needle in a haystack, but refers to an object that's fairly easy to find. You know, because Cardiff's quite a big place and you can buy marshmallows in most supermarkets. Examples of use. I lost my keys the other day and found them in the living room five minutes later. Honestly, it was like trying to find a bag of marshmallows in Cardiff. I couldn't find the word sparkle in the dictionary. Turns out I was misspelling it as sporkle in my head. It was rather like trying to find a bag of marshmallows in Cardiff. I've got to be honest, Bim. I read your email with interest, but I struggled to find any real logic or meaningful purpose. It was like trying to find a box of licorice all sorts in Devon. Just an idea. Does that work better? Try it out. Box of licorice all sorts in Devon. Get in touch, listeners. Tell us which version of that phrase you'd prefer. Thank you.
Gareth Dex. There is such a thing as collecting used chewing gum pellets. And there's also such a thing as stockpiling used chewing gum pellets. What you are doing is stockpiling used chewing gum pellets. What are you playing at? What do you know that we don't know?
I'm a little behind on some of my correspondence, so I still have a whole stack of messages relating to something that happened back in episode 4, the Six Continent special, if you remember that one. So back in episode 4, we had a message from a listener who claimed to have seen a mountain goat driving a car along a motorway in northwest England. It's funny the subjects that turn out to be controversial, isn't it? I just thought this was a fun story to which the strongest possible reaction ought to be, well, fancy that. Turns out I might as well have started a campaign to posthumously pardon Slobodan Milosevic or something. The vitriol I've received from the unbelievers. I'll give you an example. Trent in Zimbabwe says, If you genuinely believe this story, you're the worst kind of idiot. An idiot who considers himself the smartest guy in the room. For one thing, Trent, I'm sitting in an empty room. I consider myself both the smartest and the stupidest guy in this room by default. On the flip side, I've had a number of voices speaking up in defence of the driving mountain goats. James in Peking says, I once cycled past a mountain goat riding a unicycle. I wanted to take a picture, but by the time I'd taken my phone out, the goat had sped off round the corner, pedalling at a hell of a pace. I'm not saying this story is definitely true, but think about it. Mountain goats do have very good balance. They're well known for that. Dylan in Watford says, I once walked past a construction site and noticed at the top of a section of scaffolding were three or four builders hard at work accompanied by a mountain goat wearing a hard hat. I couldn't see what the goat was doing, but later I couldn't help wondering if they'd somehow trained the animal to work with concrete or something. The following day I made a point of taking the same route. When I reached the construction site, I crept up as close as I could to the half-built block and called to one of the builders. Excuse me, I said. Yeah, said the guy. Just wondering. What's the deal with the mountain goat? What mountain goat, he said. I've got hundreds more of these. Maybe I should gather all the best ones together and next time we can do a whole mountain goat special. Hang on, I'm getting a voice in my head now saying, don't do it. Um, I will listen to that voice. Anyway, let's get the competition feature over and done with. Congratulations to Snail at the usual address. You got there in the end. Congratulations. Question was, what is John's beef? The answer was, of course, Jeanette nibbled the crusts off his chicken sandwich, and the crusts are his favourite bit. A bag of air is on its way to you as we speak. I'll be honest with you, I thought I was being clever by changing the rules of the competition feature by only accepting postal submissions. Sadly, that policy did not do anything to discourage our regular inundators, you know, Snail and the gang. My recycling bin is full to the brim and it's not being collected until next Tuesday. I'm livid, guys. No more postal submissions or email or social media. The next competition will be an entirely psychic one. Send your invisible, silent thoughts my way. 
I'll do my best to decipher them. Here's your competition question. I'll repeat that. As I say, I think you do need to think about the answer and send off the thought vaguely in the direction of northwest England. It's just going to make the whole thing a lot easier to administrate. Thank you. That hairy guy playing Game Boy in your carpool? He's really just a werewolf. The pale kid that keeps staring at you on the bus. What if I told you he was a ghost? And your soul-sucking significant other that won't let you play video games? Total Vampire. Hello gamers, I'm Tim Gibson, host of the Cabinet Podcast. Escape the monsters in your life by listening to The Cabinet. The Cabinet covers the best in ghost stories, creepypastas, and urban legends from the world of video games. A new, short, weird story drops every two weeks on Wednesdays. So listen, subscribe, and review on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and other major podcasting platforms. Oh, and give a hand to the zombie playing Dance Dance Revolution. Thanks for listening, gamers. Hi, I'm Brienne. I'm Courtney. And I'm Olivia. And together we make up super serious social justice. We get together each week to talk about a very serious topic. No, really. We've talked about police shootings, politics, mental illness, disability, race, gender, marriage, kids, pretty much everything. I mean, and also farts. There is a lot of farting. And belching. What we're saying is that we're like you. We're normal people who want to be kind, but also be able to joke about bodily functions. So we've created this podcast to make tough topics accessible and fun. And we even stuck some cat pictures on our website to lure you in. So join us every Wednesday for a new episode of Super Serious Social Justice. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and all your podcasting apps or at sssjcast.com.
fireflies and flamethrowers This edition is sponsored by Hamlin's Badger Burgers. Finest quality badger meat in a range of irresistible luxury patties. Better than beef guaranteed or your money back minus the admin and delivery fees. Details on the website. I'm vegan so I can't actually vouch for the quality of this product. It is a dead animal, they turn it into food. They pay me good money to tell you this so if you're happy to feast on a dead badger's flesh you have absolutely no excuse for not doing so. Edith emailed a question about my advertising policies. How come you always say details on the website? Whenever I look at your website I don't see any details from your advertisers. Edith, the details aren't on my website, they're on the advertisers website. Duh. Sadly things didn't work out with last week's sponsor Samuel Fuchs Headset Untangler. A lot of disgruntled customers have been in touch actually, I'll read a few of them out. Mumsnet Mickey says, doesn't work, it's just a stick. $15.99 for a stick, says Janie, doesn't work. Saeed says, it's just a stick mate, doesn't work. Annabelle Riley says, seriously, it's just a stick. I paid almost 16 quid plus delivery for this little strip of plastic and it doesn't work. Fitzy says, they say money doesn't grow on trees, but I'll tell you what does. Samuel Fuchs headset untangler. Just a stick, doesn't work. Professor Juniper says, so... We've reached a stage in late capitalist consumer culture where the Emperor's new clothes are packaged, marketed and sold to the common man. If this business becomes a genuine success, it will spell nothing less than the end of civilization as we know it. I personally will not be investing in this gizmo. I've seen pictures online and frankly, it's just a stick. Moral of the story guys, get buying your Badger Burgers. Hadrian in Buenos Aires has been in touch to say, I was interested to hear what you said about having a thing about corrugated metal. I too have a thing. I have a thing about white shoelaces. Yeah, good one. I know what you mean. There's something about them, isn't there? Willow in Cheddar has been in touch too. She says, I liked your confessional piece about having a thing about celery and custard and corrugated metal. I too have a thing. I have a thing about maize. Yeah, that's a bit weird. Not mazes. Some of them are quite good. Maize. M-A-I-Z-E. Odd. Alistair Tracy has been in touch to say, I like corrugated metal. Nice try. I thought I blocked you, didn't I? You're not joining mine and Sycamore Steve's Corrugated Metal Club, right? Sorry Steve, I know I wasn't supposed to uh, mention that secret and everything. I'll edit that out.
Now we just about got time to get properly stuck into our brand new feature, Admissions of Guilt. Benjamin Bleep says, At school, I used to set off the fire alarm in order to avoid doing football practice every single week. My best friend Malcolm took the blame. He was expelled and it ruined his life. He's my best friend to this day. I was best man at his wedding. I can't tell him. I never will. His name isn't really Malcolm. My name isn't really Benjamin Bleep. It wasn't really a fire alarm. And it wasn't football practice. It's something much worse than that. Benjamin, rest assured you can say whatever you want. This is a safe space, yeah? Now get back in touch and tell us all the mucky details. Everyone wants to know exactly what went on, okay? Get in touch. Trevor says, I've been cheating on my wife for the last 15 years with a wide variety of partners and I'll tell you what, it's done my marriage no harm whatsoever. Mainly because the people I'm cheating with don't really exist and it's all in my imagination. Tell me I'm not the only person who's ever done this. You're not, Trevor. You're not. Trevor, it's all men again, isn't it? It was the same last time. We have plenty of female listeners. Will you try introducing a feature called Admissions of Guilt? And for some reason, it only appeals to blokes. Coincidence. That's what it is. Coincidence. Sam has been in touch. Sam could be a woman, but I've seen his profile picture and he's not. So Sam says, I must confess, I have terrible taste in music. I really do try to appreciate the stuff you play on Ragbag, but all I really want to do is rock out to new kids on the block. You're alright Sam, no one's judging. Well, the music snobs probably are, and I am a bit too, but you know, safe space, well done. Well done everyone. Let's get some women in next time, shall we? Oh, and speaking of next time, I nearly forgot to mention, Eduardo is off the drugs. It means I can officially come off strike in my capacity as agony uncle slash life coach for the masses this is great news if you remember eduardo don't you eduardo you remember him yeah eduardo says you got me frank i've seen the error of my ways no more crack for me from now on i'll be strictly sticking to regular cocaine you don't know how happy that makes me eduardo anyone want any advice please do get in touch more than happy to take your questions now that Eduardo is back on the straight and narrow in a manner of speaking
Until next time, peace out. By which I mean I wish peace upon you all. I wasn't meaning to say I want to get rid of peace or anything. I know it sounded like that, but that wasn't the intended meaning. Look at frankburson.co.uk for all the track listings for this show. Buy my book, A History of Sarcasm, from wherever you can find it. Twitter, as I've mentioned, is Ragbag Frank. Facebook page is Ragbag Podcast. Rate and review. You know the drill. Peace.